Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Sheffield Live. You are listening to The Squeak. Did I miss the start? Taking an alternative look at the week's news. I see you when I close my eyes. Plus, finding the very best new local music. Gotta tell you, my love, it's easy. Sundays from 2 pm on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Or listen online or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for The Squeak. And tweet us on Twitter at The Squeak or like and comment at facebook.com slash The Squeak. Ladies and gentlemen, your hosts, Luke Crofts and James Hargreaves. Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm joined. Uh, I'm James Hargreaves. A very hungover James Hargreaves. I'm feeling a bit rotten. But you can sleep well tonight with the knowledge that there's a new link road that makes Sheffield-Doncaster Airport even closer. Apparently so. I'm looking forward to that all the times I travel to Doncaster. Yeah, never. If you're listening to, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, then you won't understand. Yeah. So forget it. It's one of the adverts. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm, I'm currently struggling with my throat. <laughs> I think I was shouting oh a bit last night. Yeah, in, in loud environments. Yeah. So oh, of course, you went to the uh, October Drift gig at the Plug. Yes, and what an awesome gig it was! Did they blow the roof off? They, they smashed it. Did blew they? the roof off? Did they absolutely smash it? Nailed it and Did everything else. Every other cliche. Fantastic! Fantastic! <laughs> What was that noise? That's, um, that's. I don't know if that will have come out. It's a little. It's a little bird that's in my phone to tell me that I've got a tweet. You've got Dave Shaughnessy in, in your phone. A little, <laughs> a little bird. No, no. <laughs> I'm guessing if I had to put money on it, I'd say it's called called um, Carlton Maloney. All right. Well, um, actually, Faith has has in- literally just tweeted us. Speak of the devil. Well, she's texted me and tweeted me. All right. So. Well, I'll cover all bases. Thanks. Yeah. She says that uh, I am not as me. I am not as hanging as she is. Uh, she went out to see the specials. Yes. At the O2 Academy. Yes. Um, and then met you up later on. Met yeah. You, met you up. Met up with you, is what I meant to say. For, for all of the few minutes that uh, I managed to see her, because uh, we were planning on stopping out a bit longer, I think, but uh, we've got guests who are visiting from the Royal Leamington Spa. Royal. A, a niece and a friend. And we went out drinking for most of the day yesterday. And uh, Manish, one of our friends, was uh, violently sick at about half past twelve. Ah, right, lovely. How all good nights should end. Yeah, in in the middle of a beer garden. It, it was uh, it was rather amusing to see everybody quickly move from that area. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I've probably been there myself some, at some point, so I'm sure yeah. we all have. Yeah. 
it was it was great. The support acts were just awesome. The the I was surprised how busy it was at kind of seven o'clock. Like as, as soon as doors opened, there was a queue to get in. As soon as doors opened, it was busy, and um, Oddity Road that opened up had a, had a big following, even though they weren't announced until wow a couple of weeks ago. And the October Drift were the were playing songs from their new or latest EP. Yeah, uh, we got one coming up in a bit called "Get with the Times." It's a bit of one of one of their slower ones. Okay, how did it go down with the uh, with the crowd in the plug? Oh, it was it was just awesome. Um, they're obviously a great band, anyway. The energy and everything is just brilliant, and yeah, they they uh, I think they feel it was one of their best gigs ever, and I would agree with that. Great stuff. Out of the times I've seen them, fantastic. Trash well, I- and Rude were on as well. Trash, Trash were brilliant as ever. Uh, and Rude, I was surprised at them. Newcomers, fairly new uh, new boys to the scene, and um, they did really well. Yeah, we played them. Um, if you if you missed the show a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago maybe, yeah. um, we played all of the uh, lineup for last night's gig. So um, you can go back and check that out on Acast and iTunes if you search for the Squeak. Yeah. And if you search for Squeak, go on and give us a review on iTunes and say that we're five stars. All right. Okay. Does that does that boost us in the um, world? Yeah, it helps kind of the algorithm so that we appear higher up in the search listings and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Shameless promotion. Then just go and do that. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sure Carl's asked us to do that before. Yeah, I think I've done it on Carl's. Yeah, I've done it as well. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, just go give us five stars. Tell a little comment saying how blooming brilliant we are. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you'll have to lie to say that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, make no bones about it. DJ Ski, if you're listening, um, you know you love us. Get onto iTunes. Yeah, not text us yet. He doesn't text me anyway. He only texts you. <laughs> yeah, DJ Ski's up at three with uh, platinum plates. Ish, three ish, <laughs> three ish. Um, might might be about five past. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I couldn't make the gig last night. I was at a family um, family do. We went. Yeah, to, you were uh, missed. We went to the Chinese on uh, on the moor. The oh, Zingvar. The Zingvar. It's just a mysterious staircase that leads yeah. down into the nether regions. It's just a doorway, isn't it? Yeah. And then you just walk downstairs. There's a sign, but I don't yeah. think the lights work in the sign. Oh, right. I didn't know that. So we got we got dropped off on Matilda Street, actually. Um, and then we got to the moor, and my dad's not been back, because he lives abroad now, he's not been back since last year, and he's, he didn't know where he was, because the moor's changed all that yeah. much now. They're yeah. building the cinema now, aren't they? They've yeah, got well, the Primark, Primark opens there. next week, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... We found it eventually, obviously, and we had a really nice time. But yeah, I couldn't make the gig, unfortunately. You should have um, gone to the Wanting. Um, well, I've been there before, and that's very nice as well. Um, but my dad's... I think the Zingvar's been there since the 60s. Yeah, and at one time, it was time, like yeah. the best Chinese in Sheffield. So my dad's... I don't know. Yeah, Fair enough. Tradition it's, and it's all. It's not, not a bad little place, to be honest. No, it was nice. It was really nice. There was a <laughs> One of the waitresses was... Um, obviously had Chinese heritage, um, but she was very broad Yorkshire as well. So we'd all got chopsticks, and I said, "Excuse me, love, can I have some? Uh, can we have some forks? Because we're going to struggle now." <laughs> yeah. And she went, "Okay, love, yeah, no problem." And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't expect it to sound like that at all." <laughs> all right, love. Yeah, exactly. So, right, uh, good food. This is. Yeah. No, it weren't caramel, Malone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I find uh, I don't I don't think it's racist to say, but I, I find it weird. Well, <laughs> maybe just, maybe we should have discussed it off air. But just, carry on. Just covering my back with that. Uh, I find it weird to see, you know, like an Asian person or like someone who, who looks foreign that has a broad accent, and the the most prominent one that sticks out that really like puts me aback sometimes is Scottish. Mm, I was just going to say that, yeah. 
I'm sure I've uh, I've met somebody that's obviously got Chinese heritage, but then has a broad Glaswegian accent. Yeah, and like it a just Scottish really, Indian or something. You're just not not yeah. not expecting it whatsoever, yeah. are you? Just play. perception, just perception, it. Yeah, and, mm. and you know that's probably a reflection on me expecting them to have some kind of accent, but mm. and not a Scottish one, obviously. But any, any accent, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the same for me last night. We were all, oh, okay, no. It was good though. It was a really good time. Um, but before we go on, um, we must we must pay tribute to um, Joe Bryan, one of our mm. uh, good friends and our friend's dad, who uh, sadly passed away last week. Yeah, um, mm, yeah. He had a short short battle with cancer and unfortunately lost. Um, I mean, one of the things I remember about, I mean, Joe was one of those characters yeah. um, that everybody knew and loved. Um, <laughs> but the one thing I remember. We'd got a snooker presentation. I'm playing at Trick Shots, and Trick Shots was one of them places where it was run by a bit of a cowboy, and um, <laughs> and the snooker sides were calling sort of, Steve a cowboy. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it, I'm sure. It, you know, in his uh, in his older age now, he'll sort of reflect and I, say, "Yes, I was." I think he would probably agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nice guy. Mm. And uh, the snooker teams were sort of always. You was you're supposed to register people and, and you know play as that player and sometimes we'd not have enough players and people would play under somebody else's name and all the rest brought of in it. ringers yeah exactly and uh, we'd got a particular snooker presentation and the rules of the league were if you won a prize you had to be there in person otherwise you forfeited the money and the trophy or whatever you'd won yeah needless to say we'd won something nobody could make the presentation there was only <laughs> me that could end up going so I ended up dragging Joe and our good friend Dave along Joe's son-in-law our good friend as well um and he said, where is it? I said, it's at the Philadelphian on there, you know, down at Upperthorpe. Yeah. And he said, oh, I'm a life member there. He says, we'll be fine, don't worry about it. And um, so we went down, we did. Well, and that means that they know him. I know. So oh, right, is this a, oh exactly, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, so I'm we're br- like, okay, so, so not going to get away with this all that, all that much, because everybody's going to know who you are, and they're going to know <laughs> that you're not a, a, a 16-year-old that's registered to play in, in trick shots uh, Tuesday night league. Um, but anyway, we went down, we got the trophies, no bother. Um, but as the presentation were going, it was sort of like the Oscars. So it's, there's a big stage, there's the whole presentation party wow. laid out. And they call you down. Um, Did you have to wear a tuxedo? No, it wasn't. It wasn't that much. It, it, it's quite a traditional league. The league's been going since the fifties, so they're setting the ways, or they were back then anyway. Um, so they were calling all these people down, and Joe, little Joe's gone. Hey, that's Bruce. That's Bruce. <laughs> all the lights are off. Everybody's clapping. Thinking, who's this? Who's this bloke just shouting randomly in the crowd? <laughs> it's Bruce. So he's got up, walked across the dance floor. And got hold of this guy when he's going up to collect his trophy. Right. It was the funniest thing. Bear in mind, we're supposed to be keeping a low profile because we're not who we're supposed to be. Oh, it was just hilarious. So many stories like that. that Such um, a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So generous as well. Um, like I say, everybody loved him. He used to come into Trick Shots, big United fan. Yeah. With his, um, he got like, you know, the blades, the logo. Yeah. He'd got an earring. He used to wear that all the time in Trick Shots and he'd get some right grief. <laughs> all friendly banter, but he'd get yeah. grief every time. Um, yeah, a, a big loss, a big loss. Yeah, completely missed, and, and obviously thoughts are with Joanne and Dave and Anita, of course, uh, and the rest of their family and friends. Because uh, it, it, it is a big loss; he will be missed. Such a nice, kind, sweet, generous person. Yeah, and I know that Anita, Joe, and Dave are very thankful for all the cards and uh, and flowers that they've received. Um, so yeah, we're remembering Joe O'Brien and we're going to play out. He was a massive, massive Queen fan. Um, yeah. Been to see them uh, many times with the new um, with the new lineup with Adam Lambert. So we're going to play out with one of his favourite songs now. This is "Don't Stop Me Now." Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good 
Yeah, welcome back to The Squeak. You're listening to 93.2 FM, Sheffield Live. Um, so, there's a new um, way of running a cafe that has sort of launched in uh, London. I didn't know if you'd seen it. And it basically charges by the minute. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> you broke. <laughs> you broke my microphone again. <laughs> oh. No, we, we... The thing is... Yours I'm the hungover one. Yours doesn't switch off, so I couldn't hear the music with your mic on, so I had to switch it off. And then I forgot to switch it back on, so oh, well. The same old mess-ups. Yeah. So, cafe. You yes. pay, pay by the minute. Yeah. Right. So, um, they've... It, it's, a, it's a new concept, basically, um, where it's called uh, Zifferblatt. It's like a Russian word. Um, it's called My Shop this chain and it's a kind of cafe that charges you so how much would you pay a minute to use a cafe and how much would you think would be reasonable do, sort of doing the math do you pay for the food on top no no the food so is, the food's included food in your minute drink charge. completely free um, it depends what you have doesn't it it could be like let's see you're going to be in there for 15 minutes or so eating a nice sandwich <laughs> <laughs> so so 50p a minute or something? I don't know. Well, this one in uh, in the northern quarter charges six pence a minute. Six pence? Six pence. You can go in and eat and drink as much as you want, oh. and you only pay by the hour. Apparently it makes a profit as well. Does the preparation time come in that six pence a minute? Do you get charged for the prep time like whilst you're waiting there? No. So, so you, go, you only go, get it when the food comes? You, you go in, um... And you, it's sort of like a hotel, so you check in, and then you check out, and then they give you your bill. So if you're in 15 minutes, then you get paid, you, you get charged 90 pence. Yeah, so all I'd do is fly in and say, I would like my sandwich, please. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, then go straight out again, as soon as they gave it me. Take it, eat it on the move. Well, I, I mean, they've, they've t- spoken to this guy, and he said, you know, do you not just get people that sort of take the, the mick and come and eat as much as you can. He says, we do, and that's fine. But he said, we get people that come in and use the Wi-Fi and sort of chill out. And yeah. He said, the longest the longest time they've had uh, somebody landing there for is an hour. Uh, 11 hours, sorry. 11 when, hours? When they were writing a book. So they'd just gone there for a bit of solitude. And Fair enough. It's an interesting thing because, especially if they're busy all the time, turning people over in a restaurant... Um, and creating the, the new covers is a big challenge for restaurants, isn't it? So like at one time, I, I used to know a guy that worked for McDonald's, and he told me that one time all of McDonald's furniture and lighting and everything was made to yeah. a certain exacting standard that made you um, want made you uncomfortable after twenty minutes, and that's how they turned over the people that they needed. That is interesting. Interesting I don't, idea. I'm not sure that they do that now because you go in and yeah, I'm not sure now. But the, the new McDonald's are actually not bad places to. Mm. I mean, they're not they're not overly comfortable either, but you don't feel like you. I don't think I've ever sat in one for longer than 20 minutes, anyway. So. <laughs> if I'm honest, I try and avoid it. I normally go through the drive-through. Mm. I'm one of them people that gets there at 10:25, wanting me, you know, bacon and egg McMuffin. Yeah, yeah. I, I had burger yesterday. I went to the Harley. Oh Twisted, right, Twister Burger Company. And glad glad to know that it's back on form after disappointing me the last time I was there. Well, we we actually just on food we bumped into each other on Friday, didn't we? Yeah, how oh, weird was that? I know. Well, we've gone to Los Iguanas and the and the guys tried to put us on 
you couldn't get any more central. And sat right in the middle of everybody. Yeah. I went, uh, is there nowhere else? He says, yeah, in, in the back if you want to sit there. I said, yeah, that'd be fine. Anywhere else. And we walked past you and Ray, didn't we? Yeah. And we we literally could have picked any restaurant. Because I was in, in the city centre and uh, met Ray after work. And we just walked up. We just li- literally decided on, on the cuff that we were going to have something to eat. And we, we walked up uh, Division Street, walked, had a look in all the different restaurants and just ended up in there for some reason. It's nice in there, though. I really, really like it. Yeah. I, um, I had a whole bird. Yes, you had, you had all the food. <laughs> it was, I felt a little bit stuffed afterwards, to be honest. <laughs> I, I slept that night, I tell you. Yeah, I can imagine. It was, it, yeah, I, I like it in there, though. Recommend it in there. It's nice. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Just thought I'd share that. So, obviously, we knew. Yeah. We knew. So this is a squeaks restaurant segment. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Food, the food segment. Yeah, but we could do that. Tune in next week for Key Shower. <laughs> yeah, Key Shower. What do you think about this six pence a minute thing then? The concept, it, it originally began in Russia in a small chain, um, and now it's grown in the UK. First one opened in London, but I think because of the rent, they've sort of moved it up north. Yeah, but I think now, it's decent. There's lots of uh, lots of branches in in these cities, and they're going to roll out more as well. So we might see one in Sheffield. Yeah, I'd do, I'd do it. I'd Six do pence it a minute. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's no problem with it for me. It'd be interesting to see what so it's like. Would you be Would you be um, one of the people that sort of just had a bit of cake and a cup of tea, or would you go in and sort of? I would have my cake and eat it. Yes, <laughs> multiple times. You know me, I'd go in for a full fry-up, uh, probably a coffee, maybe a dessert. So would I, to be honest, yeah, <laughs> 6p a minute, it's cheap as chips. Um, the mince pies are back in. You are a mince pie addict. Yeah. And we love you for it. Yeah. How um, many mince pies do you think you ate last year? So oh you obviously God. lost count of... This. No idea. So didn't you at one point have to have two spare boxes in your... Um, it, just in case well, you run out? I like to have a box in, in reserve. <laughs> but I bought two boxes on the Sunday last week and then ate two on the way home from the shop. And So you didn't even wait till you got home, you ate them no, on the way? No, I've had three boxes so far. This is like a problem. This could. I think you've got an addiction. I just like mince pies. I don't know why they don't do them year round. I mean, you can get them if you go into the odd bakery or whatever, yeah. but why not just do them year round? I love them. Just make your own. They're simple to make, can't be bothered with that. Well, you don't like them that much, then, do you? Well, no, because it'd be crap anyway if I did them. <laughs> I'm rubbish at all like that. Final I, I do of, like them. Final of Bake Off next week. Have you been watching it? I've not watched any of it this series. It's been all right, actually. But not labour the point. If you've not watched it, there's no point. <laughs> it's a bit like having faith on. Did you see this in the news? No. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be a quick, it'll be a long show. Uh, in terms of telly, I've been watching Westworld. Oh, that's based on the um, the original film, isn't it? Yeah. With uh, Gene... Not Gene. Yeah, no, it's not. Yul Brynner. Yul Brynner, that's and it. And Charles The Brolin. Michael Crichton. It was a Michael Crichton... Uh, Good film, the original. Oh, yeah. I started watching Designated Survivor, by the way. Oh, right, the Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, yeah just yeah. watched four that were available. I think I think we've only watched a couple. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Very, very good. Netflix uh, exclusive, if you, um, if you want to check it out. It's very good. Is it Netflix or is it... Amazon Prime. I, I'm getting mixed up because I've got Amazon and Netflix and Now TV and everything at the minute. It's Netflix. I've got offers on them. It's Netflix, yeah. Yeah, it's Netflix. Mm. Um, cool. It is a good show. So what have we got lined up on the uh, On playlist? the old music, we're going uh, to have a bit of Roger and Mascot later. 
um, the Jade Assembly, they sent us some music in, uh, and before that, October Drift, with the last song off their new EP, uh, and this song's called Get With The Times. It's one of the slower ones. Well, here it is. Uh, keep your tweets coming in, at The Squeak on Twitter. This is 93.2 FM, Chef Your Life. Yeah. 
Varnery kind of style, I think, that one. like it. That's off their new EP. Yeah. Um, they played that live last night, and just knowing what a band's like, uh, Kiwi, the lead singer, uh, climbed up the speaker stacks to stand atop. Of course he did. Why would he not? Lit up, <laughs> lit up by a spotlight, and the crowd virtually worshipping him like he was some kind of god. I seem... <laughs> Oh, you went all of it funny there. <laughs> Freewheeling rock. <laughs> I think um, I seem to remember at tramlines he ended up on the bar, walking up and down the bar. Yeah, at Crystal Crystal but stage. They're just the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, I'm in one of those moods right now. Yeah. So we were speaking about food earlier. Some some things never change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking about food earlier, right? You know when you go into a fast food restaurant, say McDonald's or KFC or Burger King, right? You yeah. see the pictures. Of, oh god! Of the There's no, why bother? I had a. I'm guessing you're going to say that they never look like the pictures. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, I was on. Uh, we were in pairs on Wednesday at Real Work, and um, I went out with Pete, and I said, "Pete, I'm starting to get a bit cranky now. We need to eat something. We need to just go I get somewhere really for lunch." Cranky when I'm I do. Hungry, yeah. I do. So. Um, I says, right, there's a KFC down there, let's just park up. As it happens, it was next to the place we were going, so win-win. And uh, on the side of the bus and everything round it, there was the double stacker. And it's two bits of fried chicken breast. Yeah. Barbecue sauce, cheese, lettuce and baconese. I need this in my life right now. If if you're wondering what baconese is, it's just like a bacon-flavoured sauce. It's like an orange colour. Thought, that looks great. Came out, fair enough, it didn't look exactly like the picture. My actual bugbear was when I bit into it, because it had been made fresh, hot oil spurted out and burnt my wrist. The chicken juice. The chicken oil yeah. burnt my wrist. I've had that before. It's um, it's not pleasant, is it? No, it was it was painful. My mum once made a pizza and bit into mm, it. There's nothing hotter than hot cheese. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had this discussion, haven't we? Yeah, the, the Molten cheese, hot lava cheese. cheese. Burnt her uh, 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 chin. I've probably told you that I once had a I once had a chicken gourmet burger at Weatherspoons. Mm-hmm. I know they put a spire through the top to hold it all together. Took the spire out, bit through it. Cheese came up through the hole and burnt my nose. <laughs> yes. The hot cheese yeah. sauce, <laughs> like a hot cheese fountain. Hot cheese fountain. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, um, have you seen adverts for KFC where it's like the bucket of chicken? Yeah. And the bucket looks like it's overflowing with chicken. Mm. In America. One woman has taken exception to this, uh, and 
she's now trying to sue KFC for false advertising, which <laughs> which I think is uh, is a fair point. To be fair, actually, somebody sued Subway because the footlongs were only 11 inches long, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was. So, mean, somebody settled that, didn't they? And, and now they have to measure it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how much do you think you could, or you would try to sue KFC for for, oh. for misrepresenting the amount of chicken in its bucket? The thing is, America's America's lawsuits are like ten a penny, aren't they? You can sue anybody for pretty much anything. Yeah. So I couldn't even put a figure on it. How much? How much personally would it have cost this woman for for not having a full bucket of chicken? I don't understand how it would work. Well, I hundred grand. She's she's suing for twenty million dollars. Jesus H Christ. <laughs> she's from New York. She bought a twenty dollar bucket of chicken as a rare treat, but was shocked when it looked like nothing like the KFC's ads. So she's timesing it by a million to sort of offset the, <laughs> yeah. the disgust and pain that she's obviously felt. That's more than a million, isn't it? Twenty dollars. She wants twenty million. It's a million, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. My, my brain's not functioning <laughs> to do maths today. To be fair, we have got a history of, of poor maths on this <laughs> yeah, show, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, apparently she told the New York Post that she came home and said, "Where's the chicken?" She thought she was going to have a couple of meals. And, and she was disappointed because you only get half a bucket. That's false advertising. It doesn't feed the whole family. They are small pieces. Does it not say on the bucket how many pieces it is in an average well, bucket? Well, that's what I think. You, obviously, in, in Britain, when you, when you go, you're buying a bucket. It's like a six-piece bucket or a 12-piece bucket or whatever, isn't it? So surely you know how many pieces of chicken you're going to get. Maybe it's different in America. Because they've got different laws yeah. and different governing bodies on advertising. We've got the ASA, which are quite strict, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe they get away, but maybe it's a bit greyer in America, and that's why they get so many lawsuits. Yeah, and she complained to KFC's headquarters, uh, and apparently they've said that it was pr- uh, the chicken was portrayed prominently on the commercial so that the public could see the chicken. Well, yeah. And, and she's the reply is, if you want the public to look at your chicken, put it in a dish. It's, it's all getting a bit it's silly. It's a lot of BS, she says. I expect to get what you're telling me. Well, yeah. So how how can how where does the twenty million dollars come from then? I don't know. I think I think people just in America just try suing people and just make up a, a figure. And well, you you always go for more than you want because yeah, because it gets not try, try and get a settlement. But in a, what would happen in England if you they just go right? Here's your here's your twenty dollars back then. Sorry, yeah. that's all you'd get. Well, you, that's, if you complain, like, have you ever complained to a food company about something? Um, probably not necessarily a fast food restaurant. I remember complaining about, uh, I can't even remember what, it was a tin of something, I think, and I complained to Heinz because whatever was in it was wrong or bad or whatever, and their response was to send me a voucher for another tin of it. Well, if I'm complaining about it, I don't think I want another tin of it. I just want to let you know know that it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not always great, but uh, why is it such a sewing culture in America? Oh, I don't know. It's it's Americans are just weird, opinionated people, aren't they? Yeah. If you listen on the podcast, by the way, <laughs> um, you know, no offence. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't put the uh, racism disclaimer on there. <laughs> I don't think this is racist. Um, I don't think it applies to every American. Can I say it anyway, yeah. But the, the, <laughs> I don't know. You were a, it was they've, a bit they've of a allowed Donald Trump, Trump to be a presidential candidate. So yes, every they, single American has allowed that to happen. Correct. 
No, they have. No, they haven't. They have. They haven't. They should join the party and vote someone else in instead to be a candidate. He's not going to win the presidency anyway. Are we on Trump again? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm just I'm just moving <laughs> round rants now. <laughs> How many? Uh... I listened back to last week's show, and yeah. it was literally half an hour of me ranting. It was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I listened back to it as well. Yeah. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We can't name the, this week's podcast anything to do with Trump because we've got two now. Yeah, in a row. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, election on the eighth. Yeah, coming thick and fast now. Hillary's gonna win, and instead of getting a racist bigot like Trump, allegedly, we're gonna get allegedly. Thank you. We're gonna get someone who's record on human rights and her own legal issues instead. It's, it's, it's quite funny because she's kind of being swept into power without much focus on her because everyone's focusing on Trump. Yeah, it's um, we may as well just end it all now. World's over. Fin- yeah. Forget it, finished. These are people that are going to get their nuclear codes for the US. Imagine Trump with the nuclear codes. <laughs> Don't want to. Don't want to, really. Oh. What's the matter, Donald? Just, just people. Just people. <laughs> Do you think he goes outside and destroys his cereals? <laughs> Oh God! Who knows? There's, there's a new. In fact, that's reminded me. I told you I was going to give you a copy of the audio book for uh, Alan Partridge. Oh and yeah, I forgot to do it. Ah right. So, but I've reminded myself this week because there's a new audio book coming out. A new Alan Partridge audio book. Is there? Yeah, called Nomad. So I've not heard any of it yet. I've you can. You can. Ah, oh, saying that though, how can I listen to it in the car? Put it on a CD or something. Well, yeah, I could do that, couldn't I? Or stream it. You've got Bluetooth, haven't you? Yeah. Stream it from your phone or whatever. How do I get it on my phone? I'll tell you what, should we play another song? We'll discuss it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hello, listeners. (laughs) Sometimes forget where you are doing this, you know. Oh, God. Uh, Well, uh, we've got the Jade Assembly who sent us music, so if you're a band or you're an artist and you want your music played on the radio, then get in touch. Just like the Jade Assembly from Manchester did. Uh, uh, hashtag Jade Assembly, by the way. Yeah. They sign off all of their tweets with hashtag Jade yeah. Assembly. The Jade Army. A Jade Army, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's it. Um, mm. Yeah, and uh, this one, I think, they've been listening to a lot of Foo Fighters. Because it's very, very rem- reminiscent of Dave Grohl. In a nice way. Excellent. Yeah, it's called One Last Time. Surround my table late at night Everyone Talking lines, talking free. And no one can remember half the things we said, but I know they're true, and you know that I'm true. 
Everyone count to ten We'll start over again We'll lose it all tonight So Said, but I know they're true, and you know that I'm true. Assembly. Yeah, it's a nice little rock and roll thing there. Clint Boone from the Inspiral Carpets, who's now one of the big XFM DJs, said that they're the best guitar band since Kasabian. Oh wow, that's uh, that's an accolade. It's quite a statement, that isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Although for me, Kasabian weren't brilliant anyway. So yeah, it's all relative. I think. <laughs> I think there's a yeah. I think there's a lot of good guitar band. I think. I think the guitarist in Four Authors is fantastic. Yeah. So there's a, you know there's a lot of competition. Yeah. But you know, great accolade. Do you see him when you close your eyes? Only. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Four Authors' new single, incidentally, is out now, uh, Fire Fire. Yeah, I'm going to try and get that and uh, hopefully have that for next week's show. Fantastic. It's uh, If you want to sort of listen to it, the single's out on Spotify. Um, and they, um, they did a session at BBC Introducing. Yeah. yeah. Is it Introducing or Introducers? Introducing. Yeah, because I could yeah. never say Introducers, so I'm glad it's Introducing. Yeah. yeah. They're doing a lot of uh, really good sessions, like Christian Carlisle and the guys at BBC Introducing. And um, 
And there's also there's some some good kind of YouTubey stuff happening around the Sheffield scene at the minute. Like obviously we've got great good music. Carl's doing his thing. On yeah, YouTube. he's basically copying um, James Corden, but yeah. called it something else. Yeah, the Rate Good Road Trip. Because he was going to call it Right Good Carpool something <laughs> or other, wasn't he? And you went, no, don't do it because someone else <laughs> is doing it. So he's just doing it, but he's called it something else. Yeah. Um, I think it's more an interview than the singing kind of thing that he does in there. Yeah, but it's going to happen when he's got musicians in the back. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, there's also... But completely different from James Corden Carpool Karaoke, so don't don't yeah. be put off by it. That's gone to series in America now as its own thing, hasn't it? And uh, Why do they love with, him so much? Without James Corden, somebody else... Is going to be hosting it apparently. Why did they love him so much? Have you have you actually watched his late late show? No, it's brilliant. Oh, that's why it is genuinely great. Fair enough. The late show with Stephen Colbert is awesome, and then the late late show uh, with Corden is just brilliant. I was reading a story where apparently uh, when Corden got the contract to do the late late show, uh, he had a target of hitting um, a million YouTube views because they're all going multimedia now. His target was hitting a million YouTube views in the first year of the show being on air, and he did it in the first week. Right. So it's now, it's just gone massive, obviously, and, and the stars are just queuing up to come on it. He's not done bad, to be fair, has he? Nah. He's done okay. And, uh, yeah, the other kind of um, toolmakers studio are doing their YouTube and... Um, their Facebook video stuff, which is like sessions inside a studio. Uh, we've got some audio from that coming up in a bit with Roger the Mascot. Uh, they did a session in there. But they're doing a lot of really good stuff as well. Um, and there's there's lots of other things happening around the Sheffield scene. I've got, it's quite an exciting time. Yeah, and he's uh, Carl's Rate Good Music's road trip, Rate Good Road Trip, Yeah, is um, he's out there now. Um, so you can check it out on Twitter, Rate Good Music and Facebook. Yeah. Indeed. And apologies for that terrible noise in the background. If you can hear it. Paul yeah. Sellers has left the effing window open again, and that's what he's done. <laughs> the, the what? <laughs> the window? Um, I don't even know what the noise was. It was some kind of... I think it was a fire engine. Fire engine or something, right? Are we on fire? Thing is, he's got the window open. Why don't you just put the air conditioning on? Maybe he just wanted the fresh air. Fair enough. A bit like me this morning when I woke up with a hangover. I just needed some fresh air. Oh, yeah, because Paul's normally got a hangover, in fairness, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm. Um, James, just out of interest, have you ever have you ever injured somebody by accident? Um, I probably have, but nothing springs to mind. I remember once I had to carry our friend Faith out of a taxi uh, because she couldn't walk. Um, and you know the thing where you're carrying somebody, uh, yeah. and I tried to carry her down the alleyway, <laughs> and obviously Faith is wider than the alleyway. I smacked her head on the side of the wall. <laughs> Didn't mean to do it. You're not saying that Faith is fat. You're saying that you had her in your arms Oh, lengthways. yeah, no, I had her lengthways, yeah. <laughs> not that she was no. too big to go down the alleyway. It's not Faith the fat years, no. It was just it was just an unfortunate carrying mishap. Um, no, the reason I ask is because Harry Redknapp has accidentally run over his wife. This is a... I've, I've not read it properly, but this is apparently a story to, to combat the uh, Brian Harvey incident. Um, what, the uh, Miss World thing? Uh, no, the guy from E17. That is Brian Harvey, isn't it? I think. Who am you're, I thinking you're, of? You're thinking of Steve Harvey, is it? I don't know. Oh, no, Wrong no. person, anyway. Was Brian Harvey had... Um, he said that he ate too many roast potatoes, fell out of his car, and the car car drove over. Ran he over himself. Ran over himself. Yeah, I remember that. Legend. 
I remember that now. No, um, Harry Redknapp's wife was seriously injured when she was run over by a Range Rover driven by her husband, Harry. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just bizarre. <laughs> Basically, um, she'd got out of the car, he dropped her off at the shops, and a coat got caught. Um, he was oblivious to it and sort of drove off. Didn't realise and... Well, it's Harry Redknapp who he probably had his his driver's window open and he was sticking his head out to see whether there was any cameras. Yeah, yeah, deadline day. <laughs> deadline day, Harry. Yeah. Well, um, he drove over her ankle and she's had to have an operation, but she's 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 doing all right. But I mean, how bizarre! How bizarre! Yeah, that is that is great. It's what can you say? It, it, there's nothing you can yeah, say. Yeah, is there? It's, it's, there's nothing. It's hilarious. Um, I think we've had a tweet come in from Faith Shaughnessy. Yeah, she's she's mentioning the uh, the incident where you banged her head on the alleyway entrance. Uh, and I was dressed as a witch at the time. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that now. Yes, it was two years ago. <laughs> Halloween? Yeah, it was Halloween when I'd, uh, when I'd fallen asleep and sort of met you a bit late at the Queen's Ground. We ended up in town, um, paid to get into this club, got a round of drinks. Faith had, Faith had a sip and went, uh, I need to go, I need to go. <laughs> so I had to take her home. So it was a taxi ride there, pay into the club, round of drinks, taxi ride back, yeah. bang on the head. See you later. Yeah. I was quite surprised. <laughs> Dressed as a witch, I'd forgotten about <laughs> <laughs> green makeup on and everything. Oh god! Wow. And I wasn't dressed up, so it was just Faith dressed as a witch. With why a... weren't you dressed up? You, you because I hate Halloween. Oh right, up. okay. It's yeah. it's kind of like Faith's Christmas, isn't it? She looks forward to it every year. Yeah, yeah. She gets a bit overexcited. Went to buy the sweets and everything, even though nobody ever comes trick or treating around Hillsborough. <laughs> um, and I thought, ah, oh, she'll just buy a bag of sweets. No, she bought six bags of sweets, three bags of chocolate eyes. I Two bags of chocolate coins. I think I ended up with half of them. Yeah, you probably will again after. this year, yeah. yeah. I'd, yeah. I'm not arguing with that. Give me all the sweets. <laughs> all of the sweets. All of the sweets, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Um, right, just time to squeeze one more song in before the end of the show. Yeah, so this is, as I say, Toolmaker Studio are doing their live sessions uh, that you can see on their Facebook and their YouTube. And Roger the Mascot are back as well. They've had a bit of an absence. Uh, so they're back and they did this at Toolmaker Studio Live. It's called See You Next Tuesday. Oh. This is Sheffield Live. <laughs> Fantastic. <sighs> right, last one before the end of the show. DJ Skis up at three o'clock with Platinum Plates. And my name pushed all the right time And they jump on the bandwagon And they hate me And they hate some more Just to listen to the rumours That I'm flying around by these losers That I've turned down They can't stand the rejection Yeah, they want to be my friend But I know how the friends are going to end Cos they tried to pick me trust But I've been clean for years Jealousy brings them down to tears Yeah, they really want to see me fail They want to put my skinny ass up for sale They can't handle the fact that I'm living the dream Moved out of town, I've gone mainstream Jealousy bursting out the seams While I'm sitting in the sunshine Tipping
to 6 p.m. Tuesdays here unusual music and comedy gets me every time that, that <laughs> yeah good friend of the show Dale Lefebvre um, if you like you know weird music and yeah. you know Eclectic mix of and, stuff and comedy and comedy. <laughs> um, check him out on a Tuesday he's afternoon. Such a relaxing voice. Yeah, um, he's a Buddhist. Yeah, so that would explain that. Apparently. Yeah. Now a good friend of ours, uh, Dale. I've not seen him for a while. Actually, he came. He came in a few weeks ago, didn't he? And well, a while ago, actually, a, a few months ago. ago. Yeah. A, we're nearly a year into doing this show. Wowza. But, People have put up with us for a year, believe that or not. Well, I don't think they have. I just don't think they listen anymore. <laughs> well, that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, when did we start? It was something it was like the first week of November. 13th of November or something, was it or something? Oh, I don't know. I've got it somewhere. Yeah, find it. We'll have to do something. We'll, we'll do an anniversary show. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, we'll just... Should we, should we do one of those where... You know, TV programs get lazy and do a clip show halfway through a series. We could probably put that together without having to come in. <laughs> yeah, Should yeah. have a Sunday off. <laughs> Just go to the boozer instead. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate this year of the show by not doing the show. <laughs> yeah, by giving ourselves a week off. <laughs> yeah, we could do, couldn't we? Yeah. Um, so what, what do you think has been the biggest... Um, you know, the biggest thing since we left the union or voted to leave the union. Sliced bread. Um, the, the biggest... That'd be th- finest. Best would be bacon, egg, sausage and tomato. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get it right. The, the biggest thing to happen since the vote to leave. Because a lot of people were worried about, obviously, um, Marmite not being available in Tesco anymore. Yeah. Do you know, apparently that... some Someone has suggested to me, I don't know how true it is, but that was apparently concocted by Tesco and Unilever as a PR stunt. Really? That's, that's what's been suggested to me. I don't know how true it is. So, allegedly. I was going to say, yeah, better cover as... Uh, yeah. um, allegedly. Yeah, I, I can see that being a thing, because Tesco were... They were yeah, they were... They, they, he was in market position and stuff, weren't they? Yeah, there's things with the milk, and then they do a line about the accounting and all that. So, you yeah. could believe it. 
But again, not confirmed, so hmm. um, might not be true. Could be absolute bull. S. <laughs> BS. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, the music we've just played, sorry, reference that before we move on. Oh, yeah. Um, they've not, the been, a, they've um, not been around for a while, have they? Yeah, they've not been around for a while, so it's the return of Roger the Mascot and the back at Corporation on Saturday the 29th of October. Support from Paul Fletcher. Ah. It just says Paul Fletcher here, and he's now, isn't it now called Paul Fletcher and the Dukes? I don't know. Probably, so, yeah. So maybe it's Paul Fletcher on his own, without the Dukes. Okay. Or maybe it's with the Dukes, who knows. Um, and there's also the Homesteads and Days of Riot on that bill. S- started in a minute and I knew that I fell in it faster than a rabbit down a hole. <laughs> okay. Coming around. Yeah, lyrics from Coming Around. You love that song, don't you? I do like that song, yeah. The ultimate wake-up song. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a good song. I like that one, yeah. Yeah. Paul's uh, got a few decent songs. He has indeed. He has indeed. Give him a look on the face book. Poet, you don't know it. Again. No, the reason I I was mentioning Brexit, um, Poundland's going to start selling stuff that's actually more than a pound. They've done that for a while now, haven't they? Yeah, it's nothing to do with Brexit. People have just sort of thought, ooh, ooh, it's because we've left the union. Is it just one of those scare stories that they put in the media to... Um, I think it's started trending on social media and people have thought, oh, God, we've left the Union, Poundland's collapsing, it's going to be pound fifty land and all this, yeah. but it's not. You've just been trialling some multi-price offering across a number of its existing stores. And this will continue through to the Christmas period and clear round price points. <laughs> OK, were you just reading a press release? Yes, yes, I was indeed. That was um, from Poundland officials. <laughs> I haven't got a name. OK. Yeah. No, I, so I don't worry, it's they've, fine. They've done that for a while. They have like twenty pound products and stuff. Yes, yeah. somebody actually did. I believe somebody tried to sue them for having a product that was twenty pounds. Weren't that woman from KFC? Were it? Might have been. I, I don't know if they sued, tried to sue them for twenty million dollars, but who knows? DJ Ski is in the house. He is indeed, <laughs> and he's turned into a dog. Apparently, if you heard that. <laughs> how you doing? You all right? I'm all right. I can't get to you. The wire's stuck. Curtains of radio. There we go. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, I thought you guys were like going for the uh, El Natural look and what standing up. I, I'm. We were stand up, weren't we? I, I am. James is hungover. Quite <laughs> hungover, so I'm oh. sitting this week. Why is that? Where were you last night? Uh, I went to October Drift at Plug uh, gig and then to the Washington. Well, that's your first mistake. You should have been at Sedaka to watch Winston Reedy. All right, any good? Fantastic night. Yeah, very good, very good. A lot of old school. Yeah, good crowd as well. Excellent night. You wouldn't have got drunk there. Why? We wouldn't have let you. (laughs) Because we look after our customers. (laughs) Fair enough. Fantastic. So what's coming up in uh, in Platinum Plates then? Still on with uh, Black History Month, of course. Yeah, well, every, for me, every month's Black History Month. But yeah, we've got a bit of Bob Marley. Uh, um, got a nice couple of funky soul tracks from my sold out selection. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's, it's going to be a good show. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Bob Marley's house. Have you? Yeah, in Jamaica. Did he, yeah. did he want you there? Did he what, sorry? Did he want you there? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fantastic house, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a weird experience, which I'll probably go into next week or something, because it okay. was... Hey, I, I enjoyed it, it was great. Yeah. DJ Ski, I can't wait. how does Bob Marley like his donuts? We're jamming. Fantastic. 
<laughs> the old. Never do that to me again. The old ones are the old ones. Carry jokey. <laughs> I ask you to finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no time for us to go though. But if you want to stick around and listen to DJ Ski's Platinum Plates, is here till five. Um, other than that, we'll be back next week, two o'clock. Yep. If you've missed Look us, to it. yeah, we're on the podcast, iTunes, and Acast. Yep. Have Thanks. a great week. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Goodbye. See you later.